0: So often, many of us have bought books or workbooks or journals or what have you, and then they just sit there, right? (laughs) So that's one of the number one problems with journaling is that you have good intentions about it, but then it doesn't happen, right? I get it. I've been there. So I've figured that out for you. And that's why I want to talk with you about that.
1: Welcome to the Love Your Food, Love Yourself podcast. I am Tammy, your tenacious and fun-loving host. I have been a dietitian for 20 years where I have helped countless women transform their relationship with food and their body. I believe to my core that as you start peeling back the layers to love your food and love yourself, you end up loving your life like never before and now is the time my friend. It is time to break up with diet culture, shift your current stories, rev up your internal barometer and recognize that every body regardless of size not only deserves dignity and respect but can be healthy because our habits and how we love on ourselves and think about ourselves is truly what matters. In this podcast we have real conversations about struggles, insecurities and false beliefs with loving ourselves and each other through a lens of curiosity, anti-judgment, intuitive eating, spirituality, and a heaping dose of laughter, but maybe some tears, and a whole lot of realness.
0: Hey friends, how are you today? I am so excited to be here with you and to, I guess, be in your ears, (laughs) Today's topic is all about committing to journaling when life is crazy. But I have to tell you, I've been writing a little bit of a hive roller coaster emotions because Beth and I just finished doing a three day event called Three Keys to Becoming an Empowered Eater, and we did that in the Mindful and Intuitive Eating group. So if you're not part of that group, I definitely recommend that you join. I'm not sure if the videos will still be there or not when this episode airs because of the timing of when I record to when episodes come out and when things are happening in the Facebook group. There's just a lot of moving parts, so I can't tell you for sure if the videos are there, but I will actually do my due diligence to actually look at that timing after this and ask my biz bestie Beth if we can leave those videos up until after this episode airs, since I'm talking about it here. And that way, if you're interested, you can get in there and watch these videos that are just power-packed full of information and engagement from other women that are just like you on this journey. So I'd love for you to to pop over there. Anyways, to get into what we're talking about today, about committing to journaling when life is crazy, is I wanted to tell you, you know, the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because of course, the your intuitive life journal is out for pre-purchase. And I also know that so often many of us have bought books or workbooks or journals or what have you, and then they just sit there, right? (laughs) So that's one of the number one problems with journaling is that you have good intentions about it, but then it doesn't happen, right? I get it. I've been there. So I've figured that out for you, and that's why I want to talk with you about that. Before we get too far you know, into this, I want you to think about the theme song, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and okay, I'm just going to do this because I'm just going to do it. So here we go. Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, and I'll tell you how I became a boss of journaling. Ha ha ha! Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. So did you see what I did there? (laughs) As I was planning this content for today, that just came to me. It literally just popped in my brain. And this is what happens sometimes in my brain. I'm just being really honest with you all is that somebody says something or a topic comes up and I instantly think about what song resonates with that or what song relates to that. So anyhow, (laughs) that was your song relation for, for the day. And you know what? It's actually just, it's just so relevant, isn't it? Because isn't that how life works, right? Life gets flipped, turned upside down, or life is lifing us, you know, however, however you want to say But the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air actually offered some great advice for when life flips upside down, just take a minute and sit down. (laughs) I mean, that's easier said than done, right? But wow, there's actually quite a bit of wisdom right there in just that one line, because this is really half the battle of figuring out how to journal when life is crazy, sitting down and taking a minute, right? We can so easily go into our stories of, I am so busy, life is just hard, things never work for me, I wish I could, but I can't, you know, I have to work, I have to this, so and so needs that, right? I mean, the stories can just really kind of go on and on and on and on and on and on. And And really, they're just endless possibilities. And I say this because I've been there. You know, so I'm not insensitive to the fact that, okay, there's this and that and blah, 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 you know, going on. I'm not trying to be insensitive there by by any means. But really more so, I just want to highlight that these stories we tell ourselves when life is lifing us is really, it doesn't really help get us to, to journaling, right? It can really just keep us, you know, held back. So anyhow, we want to be aware of what stories we're saying. And which stories we can shift. Now I want to say, you know, can life be hard? Abso-freaking-lutely, okay? There are things where you just feel, you know, um, slammed up against the door, right? Or you have a, you feel maybe like a baseball bat has just been tossed across your face or something like that. Because life can, life can be hard, 100%. So I'm not here to say that (laughs) life isn't hard, but what I can tell you is that in times when life has been deeply lifing me and I make the conscious decision to pull out my journal, I always know that I feel better after I journal. There's oftentimes there is some resistance, of course, to just doing it. But what I have found is just being really committed to the process and having that journal right there and just deciding, you know what, I'm going to make a conscious decision to write in this journal, especially when things are hard. So it's really more of just a commitment to yourself. Now that's talking about when life is, is hard. And the title of this episode really is about, you know, when life is crazy, right? And I find that we fall into the life is crazy when we are super busy, right? We have our our busy bee mode on, but you know, we're only busy because we've made a conscious or maybe unconscious choice to be busy. And believe me, I get it. I am a recovering busy badge person, (laughs) but guess what? I have discovered is that was one of my coping mechanisms when my nervous system was on overdrive and in fight or flight mode. I can still get there at times if I let it, but now I have the tools to really reorganize, you know, when this is happening and I can choose what to do with that nervous system habit response. So, Again, all of this comes down to really cultivating some self-awareness around where we're at, where our emotions are at, and this is actually a benefit of utilizing the Your Intuitive Life Journal because all of the tools in there are very intentionally put in there so that you can really foster and and nourish that awareness and really become aware of, you know, what stories are we telling ourselves, what choices are we making, and, you know, If you are somebody who has the the busy badge as well, I want to encourage you to just sit down and take a minute. Like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air said, like just sit down, relax. It's okay. And if you find that for you sitting down and being calm (laughs) really kind of activates worry and anxiety for you, then I'd highly recommend actually joining our group so that we can help support you a little bit more in regulating your nervous system. Um, But if you can find that you can sit down for at least five minutes, that's all you need to really commit to at the beginning, just five minutes and just write it out. And so that could be another way to commit to journaling when life is crazy is really just committing to a very small time limit. And if five minutes feels like too much for you, do two minutes. Just say, I am going to journal for two minutes a day and see what that does for me. My guess is, (laughs) is that most days you'll end up journaling for longer than two minutes. However, on days where maybe you're like, wow, I, you know, I have quite a bit on my schedule or I need to go here. I need to go there. What, what have you just two minutes, you'll fit it in and you'll figure it out. So anyhow, if you're still sitting there thinking, (laughs) you know what? My life is just, you know, too busy to journal. I have to ask you, what is it costing you to believe that? How is that serving you? Is it serving you because you won't have to utilize that self-awareness and see where you're at? That could be serving you because maybe you're not ready and maybe you don't feel safe to see where you're at and that's okay. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but really for you to discover how journaling could work for you and not against you. So, you may or may not be ready to take notice of your current life experience and emotions, but maybe you're simply just procrastinating. (laughs) So, I cannot tell you what your truth is, but I can tell you that you are not too busy to take care of yourself through the practice of journaling. With that in mind, I'm curious, what feels more true to you? Are you not ready to take a look at what you may need for healing, or are you procrastinating? Where do you land here? And either answer is 100% okay. I just want to provide you, again, with that clarity to even know where you're at. Because really, this is the first step. You need to decide if journaling and healing is important to you, and then you need to make a choice to put your attention to it. Simple as that. (laughs) The next helpful step to committing to journaling is by letting go that it has to look like something specific. Journaling is a practice that is meant for you and your eyes only there is absolutely, 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 absolutely no right or wrong way to journal. I really kept that in mind with the development of the Your Intuitive Life journal. And so what you'll find in that journal is that there are several recommended practices, but because it's yours, All you have to do is decide which sections work for you. And even if you don't have the Your Intuitive Life journal and you have a good old notebook from the dollar store or something, make it work for you. It is for you to decide how you want to use it. In the Your Intuitive Life journal, one of the sections that you'll find is a nourishment log. This nourishment log allows you to log your
1: foods
0: without any specific numbers or anything like that and also though taking note of hunger and fullness and satisfaction and mood and environment and you know really kind of looking at the you know the big picture of everything however i've had several clients and testers with with the journal tell me about how even just writing down their food might still activate kind of a mental counting of calories, carbohydrates, or just kind of anything, you know, diety. So therefore, you know, you can skip this part and merely just write down your observations of your nourishment, observations of your body, what your environment was like, and really put more of your attention towards all of the things that have nothing to do with the food. And so again, I kept that in mind with the development so that you could kind of play around with this and see what works for you as well in the journal. You're going to find that there's a habit tracker in two forms. You actually have a monthly habit tracker option, or you have a daily habit tracker option and habit trackers, you know, can be extremely helpful again with cultivating that self-awareness around habits and patterns However, for some, it may activate obsessive patterns about perfectionism. And so while this could be an opportunity to connect with self-compassion, you may or may not decide that you're not ready for that section. Again, that's okay. You need to figure out how to make this work for you. I'm not coming into your journal and checking to see if you completed it all. This is for you. And I hope that no one in your house is checking it either. You know, again, this is 100% for you. The last thing I want to talk about, and again, this is whether you're using the Your Intuitive Life Journal or you're using some other journal, but what can so often happen is that you might fall into that trap of perfectionism or people pleasing when it comes to transformational journal prompts or even just free. Journaling, almost as if you're writing (laughs) to get a gold star for saying all of the right things. And I just have to tell you, this practice will not help you. This practice is a broken strategy completely. You will only find clarity and healing if you're honest with yourself. And again, I know that sometimes being honest with yourself is not the easiest practice. So therefore, be really gentle with yourself. Go at your own pace. Do what you need to help calm and ground and relax. And you will also oftentimes discover that journaling your honesty (laughs) versus saying it out loud is oftentimes easier. And then you'll be like, wow, You'll have all this clarity because you wrote it down and then you'll see it and you'll say, wow, I had no idea that was actually how I was feeling or that's what I was thinking or that's what my experience was like. But then it's down on paper and it now belongs to the paper. It no longer belongs to you. So this is the beauty. But the summary of (laughs) that tip, again, is just make it work for you complete the parts of any journal that work for you. Don't complete the parts that don't work for you. And just remember that it's a hundred percent just for you. It's not for anybody else to check. This is your own personal little ah, time with yourself and your own little thing. I know for some of my pages of my journal, I have written in them and then I actually tear them out and maybe do a burning ceremony or I just, you know, throw them away because it's like, I literally just, I just want to get rid of it, right? I just want to have it 100% gone. And so if you end up writing anything where you're like, oh, I really don't want to actually keep this around, you have that option as well. You can get rid of that paper. Anyhow, let's move on to the next piece that I wanted to share with you. And this little piece of advice is really transformational when it comes to committing to journaling when life is a little crazy. Now, this is going to sound so simple and you're going to be like, really, Tammy? But the thing is, is just keep it easy. Keep it easy. And you're probably thinking, well, duh, (laughs) I want to make everything easy, right? Right. But you know, we have a tendency to try to make things really hard. Well, at least if you're anything like me, try to make things kind of hard. So try to think about how can I keep journaling easy? You have a few options here of I'll share just what has worked for me and you can decide if these would work for you. You can also find some other ways to, to keep it easy. One thing you can do is if you do have the Your Intuitive Life Journal is just carry it around with you at all times. I made it a six by nine size, so that way it's easy to carry around with you. I'm looking at getting some journal pockets that you could basically put your journal in and you know have it kind of protected so it doesn't get you know scuffed up and such. But we're not going to have those quite yet. But those are on the the future. I think you can pick those up at like a Barnes and Noble or you know other bookstores and such out there if you're interested in in getting one of those, just so you can have a little book pouch with you. And that way it stays nice, but then you can really just keep it close to you, you know, at all times. So that's one option. The other option would be to keep your journal at a location where you normally sit and relax. So wherever that's at, just make sure that you have a pen close. Also, if you're keeping it close to you and just keeping it on you all the time, make sure you have a pin close as well. <laughs> that's been sometimes a hang up for me is I'll think, oh, I'm going to write it in my journal. And then I think, where's my pin at? I have to find a pin. And I actually, I have a a little journal that's probably about maybe three inches by three inches. It's really little. It might, have, it might not even be that big. I call it my purse journal. And... I like to just have something around me at all times for journaling so that if ideas come in or thoughts come in that I want to, you know, write down and remember and share, I have it. But sometimes I can't find a pen. <laughs> so, that has been something that I've been working on a little bit is just to make sure that I have, you know, some good pens around and actually that's really helpful is to have good pens around. And you don't have to spend a lot of money to get a good pen but making sure that you have a pen that writes really nice and easy for your you know your flow of your hand is actually psychologically will invite you to write more. And I know that's kind of kind of strange, but it's true. So, you can keep your journal, you know, close to a place that you sit and if need be, you can keep a whole bunch of journals around. <laughs> you can have journals at all different points and that's me. I have a journal in my room, I have a journal in my office, I have a journal in my purse, you know, I have them kind of all over. And then I have my like a central journal, which is really where I'm focused on very specific things, such as the Your Intuitive Life journal. And then I have my other journals that are just for like random things. But what's beautiful is that oftentimes my random journals that I have kind of all around, I'll end up taking those and looking at the little notes that I jotted down and such, and I'll put that into my central journal. Now, I don't always do that, but that is an option for you. So these are just kind of the practices that I have found to make this a lot easier. So you just want to find out how you can make this work for you. All right, so let's review for summary of how to journal <laughs> even when, you know, life is crazy. So number one is that you need to make a commitment to yourself to journal and you need to let go of procrastination and you need to decide if you're ready to do it and be honest with yourself. And it's okay if you're not, there's no shame in saying, you know, I'm really not ready to be committed to journaling. I may need to find a different aspect of support. hundred percent. Okay. But if you already know that journaling is going to be helpful for you and transformational as it has been for me, like just make a commitment to yourself and put it on your schedule, right? The second tip is to let go of thinking that it has to look like anything. It doesn't have to be perfect. it doesn't have to look like anything specific. This is again a hundred percent for you. The third tip is that keep it convenient for you and just keep it easy. So if you're finding yourself saying, journaling is hard or it's hard to fit it in instantly. Stop, take a minute, sit down, relax, and then just ask yourself, how can I make this easy? And that's, you know, all there is to it. And don't hold yourself to a high standard. Again, that it has to look like anything that it has to be a certain amount, like let go of what it has to look like and just, just play with it. And that's actually, I didn't say that as a tip, but I would say just play, just have fun, right? Tell yourself that your journal is your fun book. (laughs) It's not your stress book. Okay. It's it's your fun book. It's for you. And just those little things may help. Okay. Let me know what you think of this episode. I'd love it if you would subscribe, give me some love. I'll give you love back. All right. Much love.
1: Bye-bye. Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If so, please be sure to click that little subscribe button. Also tell all of your family, friends, coworkers, whomever you want to tell, even get Gabby at the grocery store if you'd like. Um, Also be sure to join the free Facebook community for mindful and intuitive eating where you will receive not one, but two journal prompts every single week to help you with your own personal transformation on this journey of healing. Much love to you, and thanks for listening in.